Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Uh, the Crouch wants to be taken off the block list. No, not on the block list. <laughs> yeah, we just ignore your text because yeah, they're not guys, interesting very guys, often. Guys, some of you are very upset about you think you're on our block list. No, we're just ignoring you because you're not interesting. <laughs> Well, that, no, I'm not going to go that far. It's just like... If, if you, you had, had interesting things... Oh, okay, I'll put it this way. Uh-huh. If you had interesting things to say, we'd probably yes. read them on the air. Yes. 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 Things that... Things, it is. Things that, that were going along with the things that we were talking about, not taking it off in some other direction. Right. Well, we'd like to have a point to all of this at some point. You know what I'm saying? Little little guidance, little direction. All right. Tim Brando coming up in yeah. an hour. We'll uh, check in on Razorback training camp here this hour as well. Um, You're not so, calling it Glamp anymore. I, I don't. I don't know. I need a game. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, I'm, we all I'm need. I'm fed a game. up. But what are we? When, I'm, when I'm did fed games up. Start? Games start 12 days from today, right? Yeah. Games start on the 27th. A week from Saturday in Ireland. Okay. And they may leave Scott Frost there. I'm interested to see win. how that They're, goes. He's playing Belama. No, he's playing uh, Pat Fitzgerald. They lost to Belama. <laughs> That's right. Because Adrian Martinez sucks. Yes, he is. Um, he's not good. By the way, Nebraska got one vote in the AP Top 25. Who voted for him? Uh, let me see here. I don't know. Brent McMurphy. <laughs> you can go to. I'll give you the secret on this because, I mean, it's not really a secret. If you go to collegepolltracker.com, every week they have the. Basket, football and bas- men's basketball AP ballots, and you can see how everybody voted. I don't know how they get this information, but they have it. McMurphy's, so. I mean, McMurphy's not dumb. I maybe mean, he's on to something. He, maybe he is. Maybe he's on to something. You know, watered down Big Ten West, is we still calling it that? I think so, yeah. Okay, right. yeah. I mean, the West with, with 
Iowa and Wisconsin. I mean, that's well, a terrible, terrible. Where do you put USC and uh, UCLA? In they got to be in the West. The Big Ten way out west. Is yeah, that what you yeah. call it? The, the, the Big Town Mountain. The Big Ten Mountain. That's right. Uh, yeah, the little Bighorn. Right. I, I, the yeah, div- they would have to be in the West. The, right. The division. I yeah. cannot wait. I, and I hope it's year one that they get this all out of the way when Rutgers plays USC at 11 a.m. in Piscataway. <laughs> I. I am here for that game. Oh, yeah. I will watch every that's, second that's of That's a TV draw, Zach. That's New York and you know L.A. What? Come they on. They may have a viewership of one, but it's going to be me. Because I just want to see USC get off the bus and go, oh, man. That's right. No. Because, because the Big Ten has this, this, I don't know, this assumption that Rutgers, which is in Piscataway, New Jersey, is going to bring in the New York market. A, New Yorkers don't care about college no. football. B, people in Piscataway don't even know Rutgers is there. <laughs> it is a it is the end of the football earth. Yeah. And they're going to bring in the Trojans who are honestly what they are a blue blood in college football. They are a name brand and they're going to roll into Piscataway and nobody's going to notice. They will draw flies, 1500 people. Like Vanderbilt last year had an announced crowd of 37,000 for a home game, like one of their last games. I think the actual attendance was like 7500. That's what I'm envisioning. Rutgers uh, did beat Temple, Syracuse, Delaware, Illinois, and Indiana last year. They won five games. They went five and eight. Did they really? They did. Yeah. did they go to a bowl game? They uh, they did. They lost to Wake Forest. Well, you know, I take all of that back. <laughs> I didn't really. Well, I forgot Chiano's there. Yeah. See Tennessee. That's what you could have had. Yeah. They listened to the Twitter mob. How'd they that did. go? That didn't go well. Now they're. Uh, I wonder how Jeremy Pruitt did on that poker tournament. He must not have won, or we would have heard something about it. Hmm. Because you only brag when you gamble. The only time we hear about are the wins. Right. We don't hear well, about the losses. And let me tell you, they all lose. All right? Everybody that gambles loses at some point. You don't hear about it. That's right. Nate in Fayetteville uh, wants, to, he wants to be the contrarian today. Uh, Rutgers beat Arkansas twice. Put some respect on their name. I hate that phrase. That's the dumbest phrase that the that DQ's well, generation. Okay, come up with. okay, just a second now, because you have claimed about fourteen different phrases I, I, are the dumbest phrase. So we've got to like really like yeah. you overuse this. You're right. You're right. I did. I did. I hate that one. I, that's, me, that's not the dumbest. Here, work on this. We don't have to do this today. We've got plenty of time. Um, what are your work on your top five dumbest phrases? The dumbest phrase is we're going to take this to the next level because eventually you run out of ne- next levels. I disagree. You hit you can't, trees don't grow to the sky. At some point, you run out of levels. That's right. That's one of my favorites. Right. That's right. that that uh, that would that you know what that's in the ORV okay. in my uh, phrases that I hate. Uh, but take it to the next level. It, it just drives me just drives me crazy. You were one for 24. Yeah, I'm going to take my game to the next level. Oh, he's going to go two for 24. Thank you. Awesome. I've, I've, we're going to need you. I, I think we're all, all right. going to need you to narrow this down. Okay, I will narrow it just, down. I, you I, say this as often as I call something great, which uh, is all the time. Oh. So we got to We got to We got to get I detest I know. the word great now. I know. I know you do. Yeah, here's a good point. More than one thing can be the dumbest. That's why... <laughs> Did someone bearing a striking resemblance to me just say, "Give us a top five? I will, I will, I will put together a top five dumbest phrases in sports. Can I narrow it down, or is this like all over? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Okay, you can do two top fives. I don't know. We got 
20 some odd days here. Right. So I mean, right. we got 19. Uh, 19. 19 we got 19 days. We've got time. To, to, Have I thanked you for the countdown yet? Oh, you're welcome. That's I right. Really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. The Mount Rushmore of my most hated uh, phrases. Okay, that's four. I can do that. Four. Okay. All right. I'll I'll do that. I'll okay. work on work that on that, and we'll uh, yes, no, we'll, it is we'll revisit it is. this. See, I'm going to need some suggestions. It is what it is. That's, oh, that's we've got one. plenty of those. Yeah, if you got your suggestions, eight six six two eight. They look like an SEC team is running. You know is Running up that, my list. That's like the that's Boise State. It's new. It hasn't really worn me down yet. Okay, I am worn. I am worn out with this phrase. I am worn out, and now they're using it in basketball too. <laughs> the media is so out of ideas. That they're using, they look like an SEC team in football and in basketball. And I bet come February, when Dave Van Horn's teams takes the field, they'll go, hey, you know what? They look like an SEC team, too. <laughs> Titus hates signs in people's homes that say, like, wash, soap, rinse. Now, Titus, you don't have small Eat, children. Pray, love. You don't have small children <laughs> who, who come down in the morning and you go, did you brush your teeth? No. Did you brush your hair? No. Did you, did you put deodorant on? No. Go back upstairs. I would like to ban... All of the Hobby Lobby signs from inside houses and oh, outside houses. Yeah, 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 all yeah. of them. Live, laugh, love. All of them. All of them. We're going to get I a big bonfire. I hate Hobby Lobby. Yeah. I hate Hobby Lobby's decorations. We're going to. the ugliest <laughs> things ever. We're going to. And by the way, cancel the Hobby Lobby account. <laughs> I, we are going to get a bonfire and we're going to put all this yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> all right. Uh, tell me you live, tell laugh, love. I don't know if you guys know the Ray Dunn um, like core things. But you've seen it, and it's like butter, and it just has butter, milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are yeah. the ugliest yeah. things T- ever. Tell me you have a dysfunctional relationship. Live, laugh, love. That's right. Are these idiots that have to put a sign on the door that says pantry. Well, no kidding. <laughs> what What did we think this room was right in the middle of the kitchen? Right. The bathroom? Bring us, bring us your phrases. I got to put together a list. Yeah. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, let's find this out. Tim Brando, Fox Sports, joining us. Timmy B., do you have do you do self-checkout when you go to the grocery store? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I will go to the grocery store, but by God, somebody's going to check me out. Okay, there it is. <laughs> okay, we are. My oh. wife is. My wife is happy to have me go to the grocery store. I love going to the grocery store, but I will not self check out. Okay? Do you like if you're going down an aisle and you see somebody and they have that moment of instant recognition and they see you and you see them and you're like, oh no, and you know you're <laughs> going to be in the you know you're going to be in the cereal line talking college football for five minutes. <laughs> I don't mind that. I mean, I don't. It's one of the reasons I live in my hometown. And, uh, yeah, it happened today. I planned on being home a little sooner, you know, than I was because I knew I had to talk to you guys. But, um, yeah, it's going to happen. And um, you'd be surprised how many other men uh, do the shopping. A lot, of, a lot of guys do the grocery shopping these days. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we take, I, I guess there are enough other guys like me that uh, take their orders uh, when they get home. They, they turn over control of the domicile. And so this time of year, I do whatever she says do. Pick up a lot of uh, a lot of fertilizer at Home Depot. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Tim, we'll we'll uh, we'll spend some time now talking college football with you. And boy, it has been a summer in this uh, sport that we all enjoy with uh, USC and UCLA and TV contracts and what's Notre Dame gonna do? Just what I mean, sum it all up for us. Where are we? And, and it are we? Are we going where it looks like we're going to two giant conferences? Well, yeah. I mean, the two the two big ones are the two big ones. But I mean, I don't know that that you know, that shouldn't be a revelation, right? I mean, we we knew that before. Uh, I think the the notion now that many in the media have is that all of the financial separation is tantamount to on field domination, and that's just that's just a load of crap. I mean, it, it is. Um, college football's regular season last year had as many upsets of, of, of higher-ranked teams as maybe we've seen in 10 to 15 years. But it didn't change anything in the postseason because the same, the same teams have the same brands, and that's all this damn committee notices. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but the regular season was really – Pretty topsy-turvy. Um, I, I had a few of those upsets uh, during the course of the season last year. Uh, but but it really doesn't seem to matter because of the uh, uh, the way the media chooses not to cover certain teams, even though they might be successful. I'll give you an example. Baylor is, without question, the number one pick by everyone in the media to win the Big 12. And yet, when you look at the AP poll, you look at the coaches' poll, they're not the top Big 12 team mentioned. They're not. Why? Other than the fact that they're Baylor and they're in Waco, Texas. Okay. Uh, North Carolina State, in my opinion, is not only the best team in the ACC, uh, they're the best team by a pretty wide margin. But Miami gets more love. And without question, Clemson's going to get love on the basis of what? Branding. Mm-hmm. Brand name. Okay. That's what it is. Um, and that's unfortunate. It appears that most of the media is too damn lazy to dissect schedules and to look not only at just who's coming back, but how those schedules are, are, are put together and who you've got to play from week to week, where the potential landmine games might be. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I will give the AP credit for not having Texas ranked. I mean, my God. Uh, the coaches' poll should be ashamed of itself. Um, and USC's overrated, and A&M is overrated. I mean, the same teams are overrated every stinking year because it's all about brand name, uh, what the recruiting rankings were, and what the perceived uh, transfer portal might look like with an NIL uh, backlog of collectives that can give financial advantages to certain teams. So uh, a lot of the national media just chooses not to cover teams that are really pretty good. I mean, a lot of them. Uh, And that's a shame. But that's what college football has become, unfortunately. It feels to me like we're starting to tear at the fabric 
of college football, which is regional parochial rivalries. We, I mean, think about the rivalries we've lost over the years. We've lost Oklahoma, Nebraska. We've lost Pitt, uh, West Virginia, Pitt, Penn State. The, and we're, we're starting to tear away at that. Oklahoma, Nebraska is back, and they're back for a second straight year, this time in Lincoln. And uh, Pitt and West Virginia are going to mm-hmm. play this yeah, year. Yeah, but, but, um, but those games, uh, uh, we, we've gone almost two decades without an Oklahoma-Nebraska game. Oh, no, I know that. I know that. Uh, uh, let, me, let me say this about the, the regional thing. And, and, and uh, a lot of these fans that are upset about it are uh, my age and older, okay? There's a generational gap. Uh, with with the perception of NIL and transfer portal and realignment, okay? Uh, realignment in 1992, when, um, uh, when, when Arkansas and South Carolina came into the league, uh, I don't know, you guys probably weren't around or you were babies back then, but, but the reality is those weren't necessarily the teams that everyone thought made a lot of sense, you know, in the SEC. But it worked, and it worked because, in large measure, uh, Roy Kramer got what he wanted in, in terms of being able to separate two divisions and and have a championship game, a playoff game, which at the time was, you know, unheard of. A lot of the coaches were pissed off about it, didn't like it. Gene Stallings hated it. Steve Spurrier bemoaned having to play the game. Stallings thought it was awful to have a playoff game before the uh, presumed national championship. It might cost teams national championships. Well, what we saw was everybody ponied up and played better, and the SEC was on a an incline towards supremacy in all of college football. Uh, what's happened here with regard to USC and UCLA, and to some extent last year's Oklahoma-Texas pickups by the SEC, is we are nationalizing the sport, and that's what the sport has drastically needed. It's what I've preached about for years, in that we need to have more really good games within the conference. And that's what we're going to have, more really good games that more people are going to tune into. Uh, yeah, I'm in the TV business, and yeah, it does. Uh, it's, it's good for me that Fox just got that big contract, and it's good that um, I'm not going to deny any of that. Okay, but I also didn't. I didn't pour cold water over the Texas and OU pickups either last year. I applauded Greg Sankey for what he did. College football is coming out of the dark ages. It's coming out of the dinosaur era. It's going to make more money because there was more money to be made. They had left a lot of money on the table. And and if fans just don't want to get that because it's the silly season and they're pissed off about uh, you know their taxes and the inflation – and what it costs to go to the grocery store, I get that. If you want to be mad, be mad. But I'm here to tell you, college football is going to grow exponentially with the NCAA the hell out of it, completely out of it. It should have been out of it in 1984 when the Supreme Court ruled that the television rights belonged to the schools, when Georgia and, uh, and Oklahoma won that lawsuit. Finally, we're going to get rid of the damned NCAA, who kicked the can down the street for 15 years, on NIL and put us in this predicament. Okay, the situation with NIL and the transfer portal is there because the NCAA failed to do its job. They can run a men's basketball tournament. They can do a nice job with D2, D3, NAIA, and uh, FCS. Go get you some, but stay the hell out of college football. And that's where we're going. We're going to see with realignment the, uh, the power schools 
run and govern their product, and they should do that. They absolutely should do it. It's for the betterment of the sport. Tim Brando from Fox Sports, our guest here on Ruskin and Zach. What what kind of tweaks? I mean, NIL, it, it feels like it's just, you know, everybody is going wherever the most money is. Is there a way, and with the portal, you know, uh, Miles Brennan today is uh, in the middle of a yeah. training camp, doesn't get the job, he, he's ending his, his football career. What do you see are some tweaks that need to be looked at with both of those areas? Well, look, fellas, uh, it's it's the wild wild west now because as I said the NCAA didn't do anything and right. and they were afraid of litigation NCAA has always been afraid of going to court because they always lose when they go to court that's right all right I mean that's the bottom line mm-hmm. but I do believe that the commissioners especially Warren and Sankey who have a lot of clout right now I think once the um, uh, the midterm elections are done and particularly if in those midterm elections one party gains control of both the House and the Senate. I think that um, that all of the commissioners of, of all the leagues, and I would include the group of five commissioners in this too, can go up to Capitol Hill and along with uh, maybe Joe Manchin and Tommy Tuberville, whom I understand have already worked on a nonpartisan bill, uh, to, to regulate okay the collective situation with name, image, and likeness. We need to do that. We need to put that in place. Uh, we need to make sure that players aren't just walking into a coach's office and saying goodbye. I got more money from said school, so I'm leaving. There's got to be a way to regulate it. We're not going to stop it, okay? Name, name, image, and likeness is there for a reason. These players do deserve their piece of the pie. And let me tell you, for the for those that believe, well, the offensive lineman won't get as much money as the quarterback. Well, you know what? That's life. In a couple of years, when they go pro. I don't care if the tackle goes in the first round. He's not going to get the same money the first-round quarterback gets, okay? You better understand that. Life is not fair. If it were, we'd all be accountants. <laughs> uh, but but there's a reason There's a reason why uh, college football is, is, is finally going to, to, to deliver for the players. The players are the only ones that haven't gotten any of the, of the cash. Everybody else has. Athletic departments are piled higher and deeper with deputy athletic directors and fired coaches who are playing out the string of a contract with, you know, years left being paid after, after they got canned. Um, it's time to manage your revenue better and, and schools need to understand that. And, and this, this I believe will help. I also believe that television's revenues are so great now, you know, with the big 10 being a billion dollar plus deal and, and the sec deal being close to that. Uh, I think there's a way to get some revenue sharing involved in NIL so that more players and more athletes in general uh, can be compensated, regardless of what position they play or how uh, vital they might be to a certain team. Now, look, certain players uh, are going to make more than others because they know how to manage their brand. Brand management is very much a part of the modern-day Internet athlete's life. The moment they got their phones in their hands, they knew how to merchandise and market themselves and now the ones that are really good at it are going to make more money i'm I'm okay with that that's capitalism good for them but but i do think that we can regulate it with the help and i know people cringe whenever you say congress but that's what it's going to take because if you look at the laws from state to state they're so different 
that certain schools are always going to have built-in advantages. So we have to find a way to regulate these revenues in some shape, fashion, or form. And that means we've got to get some congressional help. With all of the craziness off the field, on the field, it looks like we're talking three of the same horses in the uh, college football playoff, Bama, Ohio State, <laughs> Georgia, and then that one wild card team who decides to have a good year and get their uh, get their free trip and go home. Uh, well, why is it we always just believe that Clemson's got to be in the top four? Why is that? Oh. I mean, do we know that they're suddenly going to be that much better now than they were last year? I don't see it. I really don't. I think North Carolina State's going to beat them on October the 1st when they go into Death Valley. I think NC State is that good. If they stay healthy, they're, they're capable of beating them. Um, but if you're one of the brands, fellas, I mean, it's been proven time and again. You can afford a wart on your regular season schedule. You can get away with it, okay? It's happened for Bama. It's happened for Ohio State. It's happened for Georgia. It's happened for Clemson. Uh, it's happened for Notre Dame, uh, if you're one of those schools. I mean, think about this. Notre Dame is what, fifth, fifth. In, the, in the coaches' poll? Are they fifth in the AP? Fifth in the AP, are. yeah. Okay, I mean, and they're 14 and a half double-digit underdogs at Ohio State. Okay, I mean, and they just lost their best receiver that was left. They just lost him for the year. Okay, to another um, ACL, to his other his other knee, uh, and they're fifth in the country. I mean, I'm like, what? What are you thinking? Do you not see that they have to play Ohio State to open? They get Clemson on their schedule, and they play USC late. Now, by the time they get to that game, who knows? USC is another team that's always overrated. I don't know why. Uh, but they are. I mean, clearly, I know Lincoln Riley got Caleb Williams in there, and that's great. And they got the Jernigan kids from Pitt, and that's great. But their offensive line, I saw them three times last year. They weren't very good. Now, they're supposedly going to be better. They've recruited very well. But until they do it on the field, Utah by far and away is a better team than USC. Utah will kick their rear ends when they play. Um but but Notre Dame is, is five because they're Notre Dame. No other reason. Uh, again, I go back to that. Uh, it's it's just we've, we've become a lazy-ass media when it comes to college football at the national level. We look at recruiting, we look at brand, and we say, okay, we're slotting them in, which gives those schools basically a starting grid. When somebody tells you, oh, don't worry about the AP poll, it really doesn't matter anymore because the, the hell it doesn't. You don't think that committee isn't influenced by the AP and the coaches poll before they start announcing, you know, the teams that they've got in, in certain places in the first uh, week of November. You're damn right. It does. It has great influence and it's wrong. It's fundamentally wrong and shame on us in television because the polls basically were created to help promote college football games, early season. You know, we, we used it, to help promote people to watch the game early on. And that's one of the reasons why Notre Dame is ranked where they are. No question. People wanted that Ohio State-Notre Dame game to be two versus five. And, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's fascinating. Um, every time we, we start to examine where the sport is going and looking ahead to actual games that start in a couple weeks, and uh, we are, we're looking forward to – Hearing Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman on some games on uh, on Fox well, Sports this fall too. 
Well, well, thank you. I, I will tell you, I, I know I'm critical of polls and brands and, and the playoff and all that, but we're, we're headed in the right direction, fellas. I think the yep. news is, is really, really good. Uh, realignment is not completed yet, but I think we're on our way to getting there. And uh, I think we've already seen now, because of what networks are willing to pay, how valuable college football is uh, to the national networks. And that, and that is it's the second most valuable entity, second most popular sport in America. Only the NFL is bigger and better financially. And uh, that should make everyone that loves the game feel good about its, its short-term and certainly its long-term future. Thank you, sir. We'll, we have to leave it there. We appreciate your time today. You bet. And tell all my hog friends I said hello. Will you please? All right, we will. Tim Brando okay. from, from Fox Sports with us here on Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas. That's right, yes. $800 worth of fines right there. Can't do that? Can't come into my living room and do that? At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Maybe you've got some intel on this. I don't know. What happened behind the walls there at the scrimmage number one? For the Razorbacks in full pads on Saturday, I think they found out that their receiver core is okay. That that they're not that the drop off that may have been feared, it's not going to happen. Now, I mean, you're doing it against your guys, you know, whether it's the ones or the twos. Um, you know, you you were jokingly telling me earlier, look, if you have a big pass play in a scrimmage, that means your defense fell down. So, you know, it's it's sort of a mixed bag. I think the best news out of all of it was that nobody. No injuries, nothing of note. You know, you're going to have your normal camp dings and scratches, but everybody's healthy. You come out of there, everybody seemed pleased. Matt Landers, that is the name that I keep hearing that just keeps popping up. People who go to practice, who, who are in the first 20 minutes, this dude, I mean, he can play. Now, come, you know, a former Georgia guy, went to Toledo. Now he's back in the SEC here. That's a, that's a guy that could be a difference maker for them, and, and they need him. I mean, to be honest, you're uh, you're trying to replace Traylon Burks, to quote Billy Bean, in the aggregate. You're trying to get three guys to give you that sort of production, and and he's going to be a big part of that. He's going to need to be a big part of that. Well, I like how uh, Phil Phil Steele shouted Matt Landers in July, and I guess enough time has gone by that quote unquote insiders can drop that name without attribution <laughs> yeah. and sound like they're smart because I mean he was on this. When he was on with Tommy and Ty in yeah, July about this Matt Landers kid. So I mean, it, it, talented individual, um, interesting <laughs> career path, but super talented, big guy, big frame. And that's you know, that's what Kendall Bryles likes are those big frame guys. He's not a he's not looking for you know, he's not looking for the Drew Morgan types, he's looking more for the Traylon Burke six four big guys who can go up and get it. That's what he likes at, at receiver, and this guy fits that to a T. 
He's a big dude who can go get it. And Hazelwood is, you know, as advertised apparently. And Warren Thompson is just steady. And that's what you need at that third wide receiver spot. Tight end still concerns me a I, lot. I hate to do this. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I hate to do this. But could they look so good because Arkansas's corners are not as talented as Arkansas's wide receivers? Well, what do we Has know? Anyone consider what do that? we know about Barry Odom's defense? He doesn't play a lot of man, so you're beating zones, and you're you're also teaching a new concept to go, to a, a group of guys on the defense that uh, that haven't played. But yeah, I mean, to, you know, if you make a big play, it means your defense didn't make a big play. So yes, uh, both things can be true. Um, I think the good news is that the offense can go get that that you've got guys that can go get it. Defense, I think the defense, I think we've learned over time, Barry Odom will figure it out. He will have the right guys on the field, and they will be a competent defense. Great? I don't know, but certainly competent enough. The offense was the thing that I think the offensive receiving core is what we were all worried about. No. I will um, now try to explain my cynicism on all things training camp for those of you that maybe have not been listening for very long, but in my estimation... The same platitudes for are re- are released every single August, regardless of administration. And so I just don't believe anything that ever comes out of there, no matter who says it, until I see it on a field when we're keeping score. That's just where that's where I come from on all this stuff. I mean, they said nice things when Bielema was here. They said nice things to John L. Year during training camp. They oh, they said very nice things to John L. Year. That was a preseason top ten team for some reason. Um, they they said nice things when Chad Morris was here during training camp. So I just don't trust people who write to be talent evaluators when they don't actually see very much of the talent doing their thing in twenty minutes when they're basically seeing who's out here and who's not. Yeah, there's that, and that's what you're saying. But no, I, you're right. But I think the and I think that's the way they want it now. You, you know, we we talked about this last week between the difference between like pro camp and college camp. College camp, they can kick you out, you get your twenty minutes, and then boom, you're out. They give you the bare minimum. I think you'll. I mean, look, come September the third, there, there's your first test. We'll find out if everything that they're telling us is true. Pittman said today, he said they're further ahead than they were at this point last year. Well, you would hope so. I mean, you've got guys that have been through the program. You you would hope so in year three. Your, your core of the coaching staff has been together for three seasons. Now. Yeah, I mean, you should be further ahead in, in certain areas. I think having KJ back, having the running backs, having your skill guys back helps a ton. It'll yeah. give your defense time to grow. But you know, they're gonna they'll, they'll have another scrimmage, and we'll see how that goes. I, I remember, isn't it interesting how success changes the way the information is consumed. What you're telling me is what Sam Pittman said today, I assume at the Little Rock Mm -hmm. Touchdown Club. He said something that is like a no-bleep Sherlock statement, but because he's liked and he wins, it's just, well, that was a great, great insight today. You know, it, it, it all it goes through the prism of if we like you and if you're our okay, guy. Go, you can say anything, and if we like you, then we're going to think it's like okay, some big morsel. The there, I mean, there's really aren't a ton of storylines in camp. You know who the quarterback is. You're pretty set on the offensive line. Right. Wide receivers. What, 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 would, what, what would you want to hear from him? 
I, I mean, I don't know. See, here's the thing. It's hard to ask informed questions when there's no information. But, but if it, you let, for a couple of practices, if you let someone who, and listen, I'm not a reporter, all right? I'm a talking head, but I'm not a reporter. But if you let reporters watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. the questions would be more educated. No, but but it, he gets up at the, the TD Club today, or he, he's out at one of these Razorbacks. What? What would you want him to say about that? That is a political speech. Sure, it you're is. just throwing but red I, meat but out I'm there. I'm asking it's a you, rally. What do you want him to say? I want in that setting. It's a rally. Say things no. that are going to make people well, clap was, and and, and was, call the hogs. If he was sitting there in in front of you, what would you want to hear from him? If things are going well, there's not much to say. That's true. In a buttoned up, these coaches are look. We don't have the Spurriers anymore. Kiffin's about as close as we get. These guys are buttoned up. They're not going to – if somebody is struggling, if KJ can't you know, throw it anywhere near a receiver, he's not going to say anything about it. That's just – that's not going to help. You have you, Sometimes you have to read between the lines. And what I'm hearing from him and what I'm hearing from everybody is that things are going about as they expected. Now, where their expectations are, I don't know. I mean, are you, right. ex- are you expecting an eight-win team, a 12-win team, a two-win team? I don't know. But it sounds to me like they are here – they are seeing – Everything they expected to see. Yeah. Kiffin today got up. You know, they were talking about a punter they brought in, and he's talking about how they dragged him out of a frat house. You know, okay, Kiffin's different. Sam's not going to answer questions the same way Kiffin does. Look, as a reporter, you got to understand that. I mean, you can ask Sam these questions. He's just going to stare at you. But it's hard hard to, to defend the writers for a moment. It's hard to do that job when your opening question is, so who looked good today? True. Because you you True. don't have anything to go on, you know what I'm saying. But then the follow up is okay. Well, who's who's still got room to grow? And and again, this goes back to something we talked about last week, where you're phrasing your questions. You know who? But Sam has gone. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I heard today was they were talking about and gosh, his name. Uh, oh, um, the defensive tackle from Maumel with the French name. Um, I can't remember his name, but he was talking about him being a guy that uh, is going to contribute. And you're like, okay, that's a name I haven't heard before. And when when I hear a name I haven't heard before, what do I immediately do? I start going and looking at the um, at the depth chart. It's like, okay, these guys may be struggling, they may be hurt. And it turns out, you know, he's a defensive lineman, an interior guy. They're hurt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but now now I've got another I've got another avenue to go to. They're not going right. to, they're, as you like to say, they're not going to load the gun for you, but no. they're going to give you little pieces here and there. And when he you hear a, a freshman, a freshman from Maumel, whose name gets brought up as a yeah. guy that hey, we might have to count on. That's newsworthy. Yeah, uh, it, it, he's he's the one that got yelled at by those announcers in that one game, wasn't he? Who? Yes. Kid, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Was yes. that Valonia? Wasn't it? I think it was. Valonia. Yes. That's right. Valonia. Yeah. Yeah. Hang That's on. Right. So I, I'll get the guy's name because I want to give him credit because he is having a really nice camp. That's right. We hear. They 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 say. It's what I was. We, told. They say yes. Exactly. But look, it's, it's all. It's, look, Sam mentioned him. And said, no, this no, is I, a guy that we're going to have to work. We're going to have not, to work. I'm not on. disputing that. I'm just. It's just to me. It, this is just how I consume all this stuff. It's different than everybody else. I totally understand that. But I put great value in what we do, what happens in the games. And so when you do it in a game, that is sure. But that's not always foolproof Nico because Deville. I was Nico Davila. Nico De, yeah. So uh, I. So that's not always a, a hard and fast method because I actually, you know, in the old days you could go to all the practices and I went to Matt Jones's practice and he was a terrible practice player. Sure. But what happened when the lights came on? That dude could get it sure done. So it's not always a full. It's not a hard and fast rule, but generally, I um, 
I reserve judgment until we see some games. I may not. You know what? I'm going to do this this year. I'll tell you right now. It's a quarterly hour here on Ruskin and Zach. Tim Brando's coming up for Fox Sports. I'm not doing. I'm going to go the other way and everybody else. Because I feel so impassioned about not making opinions till I see games. I'm not picking a win-loss record till after the opener. Not doing it. I refuse. I'm not going to put a win total out there anywhere until I see a game. Then I will either violently overreact one way or the other. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Because I you can't, I can't rely on this broken stream of half truth information that that comes through uh, from um, from over there. So I'll, uh, I'll I'm going to wait till I see Labor Day. I'll give you a win total when we're here. Okay, so Labor Day is, after Cincinnati. Can you really do that after the season started? Well, I can say they're going to win seven more or nine more right. or whatever okay. it is, right. or lose seven more or nine more, whatever. However, I feel on all that. I, I, I love the overreaction after one game. Week one is so much fun about that. <laughs> like, and I'll give you another example uh, in, in pro football. Um, I think Trey Lance is going to be good based on one preseason game that I kind of sort of watched. I'm a, I'm a Trey Lance guy now, Zach. Are you? I'm a believer. Okay. That's right. I'm a believer. Uh, Do you see that throw? Oh man! Oh, we're, we're okay. So Did you, you see that throw? Uh, hang on. It's part of a game that you watched that you really didn't watch. That's right. Uh, what number does Trey Lance wear? By it's immaterial. Okay, all right, then. he's the quarterback. Okay, and you're talking about one throw right. within a game. And That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. You see that throw? No, oh, man. No. Great Trey thing Lance, about the, great man. thing about the NFL is the season is so long. There, there are teams going to get off to a three and zero start and finish up with seven wins. Tell you what, mm. for opponents, Trey Lance. Oh boy, is going to be a problem. Really? He's going to be a problem. Okay. That's right. Yes. That's right. All right. That's right. Andrew's not giving a win-loss total until December. Add Very a kid. good, Andrew. Add Thank a you. kid. That's right. That's right. Here it is. Uh, JT says if they beat Cincinnati by 18, Luskin thinks Arkansas goes 10-2. and two. Eh, Why not? Go with that. The upset would be to pick something else after they beat Cincinnati by 18. That would be... That'd be the upset. All right. It's uh, 12 till the hour. This is your drive home. Powered by Mr. Sparky. And now, and we do have some big uh, SEC news today that broke at uh, Louisiana State University today. Our SEC report is brought to you by Heartland Honda. The news you were speaking of, LSU quarterback Miles Brennan has quit the football team at LSU uh, because he wants... uh, can't even read what I wrote. Um, he's not going to be the quarterback. Jaden Daniels is going to be the quarterback. Not going to work here anymore. Look, this is very Brian Kelly-ish. This, this Brian Kelly is a, a strict, strictly transactional guy. Miles Brennan didn't cut it, and now he's he's out of a job. Uh, Did he cut him without cutting him? Is that what this is, really? It has been my experience. I see. With Brian well, That's Kelly. why I'm asking you. Yes. Okay. It was like, look, you're not going to play here. I can feel that. Okay. I, I get and, that. That makes sense. But that's the way he goes. Yeah. Uh, Florida, the University of, had a good weekend. Uh, they got linebacker Miles Graham, the number 58 junior in the junior 300s out of uh, Woodward Academy in Atlanta. His father, Ernest Graham, was a running back at Florida from 98 to 2002. Florida, by the way, in the 2023 class is now ranked number 10. Arkansas but, still hanging on at number 14. Go ahead. The, um, the release from LSU, no quotes from Miles Brennan. No. 
So that kind of tells me he was placed on the waiver wire. Yeah, I, I'm sure that Brian Kelly said, look, we'll help you find somewhere. Okay. That's probably the way it went. Top 25 in the APs out. Bama's number one. Ohio State is number two. Georgia, Clemson, and Notre Dame round out the top five. Mm. A&M, Utah, Michigan, OU, Baylor. That's your top 10. Arkansas came in at number 19. Kentucky's in the poll for the first time in forever. They come in at number 20. Mississippi is there as well. Maybe the surprise of the AP poll and poll preseason polls mean nothing. North Carolina State, a dark horse candidate in the ACC, is number 13. The fighting Dave Dorans. That is correct. Arkansas also picked up a uh, baseball commit today. Now I know I'm going to butcher his name. I believe it's Gabe Geckel. He was okay. the number 38 player in the country. He was committed to UCLA. He is now coming here. He was. You don't want to play that daunting Big Ten schedule, so... I would here. not want to be playing in Columbus right. in February right. either. A three-week roadie in the Big Ten, so you can get some, some games in. That's what they're. Uh, yeah, UCLA. Uh, Dustin brings out brings up a uh, good point here uh, with the European tour for Arkansas basketball over. This is your reminder to go cancel your Flow Sports subscription. Good luck with that. It's easier to get the IRS <laughs> on the phone than to cancel Flow Sports. All right, your SEC report is brought to you by Heartland Honda Power Sports. Power Equipment and Marine in Springdale, your go-to place for all your outdoor fun. Hey, did you know that Heartland Honda is Arkansas's first Level 5 Honda Powerhouse dealership? They've got everything Honda makes except automobiles. Hey, you're tailgating this year. Maybe you need a Honda generator. They got those. They also have Honda street bikes, Honda dirt bikes, Honda scooters, ATVs, side-by-sides. They got it all, except cars. And they've got four red-level certified technicians with exceptional service and vast knowledge and experience. Plus, if you want to work on it yourself, cool. A fully stocked parts and accessories department as well. Located off exit 72 in Springdale, real easy to find. If you miss Heartland Honda driving on I-49, you don't need to be operating a motor vehicle. It's that easy to find. HeartlandHonda.com, online. Locally owned and operated since 1996. Work hard, play hard. Heartland Honda. All right. The, uh, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Canceling flow sports is painless. Ah. Sir, we're doing a bit here. Would you mind? <laughs> There's a radio show in progress. I don't need your facts getting way of in the way of our entertainment. Thank maybe, you. Maybe. Yeah. They've made the process easier. Is Flow Sports still based in Austin, Texas? Uh, yes. Okay, they haven't made All it. All right. Easy. I am. Enjoy your rodeo and your your grappling or That's whatever right. they're calling it now. <laughs> is that grappling is the one where you like throw the hook up and climb up a wall? Oh, you, oh, you're talking like Batman climbing stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Not not. They like should wrestling. have a. They should have a offshoot of. I, I'm inventing this right now on the fly. They should have an offshoot of CrossFit that's just called Batman, where you do stuff like throw grappling hooks and you know all that, all the Batman stuff. Oh, you want to go flip tires? That's nobody right. nobody <laughs> that does CrossFit looks like they're having any fun. No, they no, all no. look miserable. I went to my sister's house the other weekend, and mm-hmm. it, she had a CrossFit tournament on television. She's a big CrossFit person, and yes, no one's having a good time no. with this thing. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. 
every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Keep your space feeling comfortable this summer with help from Menards. The Denali Air 6000 BTU window air conditioner has a three-speed cooling system with remote control, allowing you to control the temperature of your space from anywhere in the room. You call the shots with auto and eco mode to maximize performance and save on energy costs. Stop by in-store or online at Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Save 